Welcome to How Stories Work with Jay Shear. Today, I'm actually going to be ranking all of the Marvel TV shows and films, the whole MCU. Uh, all together, I'm doing a tier ranking system. Um, in fact, special shout out to tiermaker.com and thanks to Josh Taylor for the recommendation for using that product. We're going to place all of the MT MCU movies and TV shows on this tier ranking list um, and go through them. Now, let's get into it. Let's let's rank the Marvel MCU um, films and TV shows. I am a writer. I care a lot about story. A lot of what I have to do with my ranking has a lot to do with the stories that are being told. And um, that, that's a big category I have for myself when I'm ranking these things. And you'll have to play along in, in the comments and let me know if I'm on the right track or let me know if I'm crazy for putting any of these things in there. So you'll see here, just a really quick explanation. Um, this lowest tier, this D tier uh, is one aspect. This is the lowest tier. C tier is going to be my average tier. It's an average movie. Uh, not good, not bad, just kind of average. B is going to be better than that. A is going to be better than that. And then S is going to be the best, the supreme, the best of all. Um, and we're just going to go through. These are all, it looks like in some sort of alphabetical order. It's not totally alphabetical because there's like TV shows down here and it like totally messes it up. But I didn't create this thing. I'm just using this thing. So go with me on this. Um, the first one up then is Ant-Man and the Wasp. Now, Ant-Man and the Wasp is a good story. Um, Paul Rudd is hilarious. Uh, I really like Evangeline Lilly. Um, all the characters in this movie are interesting, but this for me, Ant-Man and the Wasp is really just an average movie in my mind. So that goes at the sea level tier Ant-Man, the first Ant-Man, I think has a, does a little bit better job. Okay. So in the first Ant-Man, we're looking predominantly at Scott Lang's character and Scott Lang's character is likable, but he's got this kind of past and he needs a second chance. And um, I think it plays with some interesting stuff there. The problem with Ant-Man and the Wasp is that I feel like it kind of tries to do too many things, which is true of a lot of um, a lot of ensemble movies, because it's really the Wasp's movie in a lot of regards in terms of like the emotional weight of things, right? And so it just didn't do that as well. So what I'm saying here is that I think that Ant-Man is actually better than Ant-Man and the Wasp. And so Ant-Man gets the B level tier. Um, Avengers Age of Ultron, often considered one of the um, not very good movies of the MCU, um, although some people don't agree with that. But, you know, most people think it's kind of like near the bottom. I would tell you that having rewatched Age of Ultron, um, the beginning of Age of Ultron is actually, actually pretty awesome. Um, and from But from a storytelling standpoint, I understand it gets a little convoluted near the end. I understand how that kind of all sits, kind of shakes out. But I still think that it's a basically an average level movie. I do not put it in the D tier. I think it's an average, an average level movie. Um, Avengers Infinity War. Avengers Infinity War is next. And Avengers Infinity War has some of the, in my opinion, some of the best emotional weight in the MCU. Now, why am I saying that it has some of the best emotional weight of the MCU? We didn't know how Infinity War was going to end. We knew a little bit more about how Endgame was going to end, which I'll get to in a little while. And so, therefore, the surprises that happened in Infinity War are true surprises that audiences did not expect. And for that reason, I mean, I think it's getting way up there. I'm going to give it, um, I'm going to put it in the S category, which is the highest category that we got here. It is a phenomenal film. It is definitely top five in the MCU. And I think I can make an argument that from a storytelling perspective, 
Um, it is one of the best stories in the MCU. So that's where that one's going in the S tier. So top tier, it is the highest tier. And that's where Infinity War goes. Next up is Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel was a film that um, was divisive for a lot of different reasons. And I'll tell you that in talking to some of my female friends who liked this movie, by the way, not all of my female friends liked this movie. My wife didn't love this movie, but they found something in this movie that was empowering to them. And they felt like that, that empowerment was, um, it made them leaving the theater feeling like they could do more that they could, they, they could, they were encouraged that they were, um, they were, told to have courage about their daily lives. And they felt really good about that. Um, for me personally, as I watched the film, I thought that it was, I can see where people would interpret it that way and like gravitate toward it and really like it. What I um, didn't love about that film was that I felt like she got her empowerment by being more powerful than other people. Um, and the reason why that's not my favorite thing is that I think that very few of us, male or female, it doesn't matter, can say that we're like more powerful than the people around us. And that's what gives us value and worth. And it's almost like, well, we have value and worth, so we don't need to be powerful to be able to overcome those things. So for me, it was more, you know, the story for Captain Marvel is that she is constantly being told that she's not enough. And that's a powerful message. But the only thing that she really has to overcome is the other other people's perceptions or other people telling her that she sh shouldn't value herself as much as she should. Does she overcome that? Yeah, she does. But she doesn't have to, I don't think she has to learn a lot of lessons in that regard. She just has to break through that barrier. So to me, it, that didn't pack as much emotional weight. So Captain Marvel for me is, is one of the worst films in the MCU for me. If you love it, I apologize. I know some people love it. I'm glad you love it. Definitely. Um, Definitely keep loving it. Don't change your mind because some idiot on YouTube said did you should. Um, but yeah, for me, Captain Marvel's in the D category. So then D level it is the bottom tier. Um, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. A lot of people would immediately put this up to the S tier. Captain America, Winter Soldier is one of the most beloved MCU movies out there. Um, for me personally, I do think that it has a lot of born identity, born... Um, franchise aspects to it. Uh, I do think that Steve Rogers is a super compelling character. I think that Bucky Barnes is a very compelling character. But overall, it 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 doesn't hit me the same way that it hits a lot of other people. And so I'm going to put it actually um, at the B tier. It is a high B. It is almost A tier. Uh, but I'm just putting it at the B tier. Did I like it better than Ant-Man? Yes, I did. So it's technically a superior film than Ant-Man was, um, but it's still B tier for me. It's not quite A tier. It's flirting with A tier, but not quite A tier. Now, the next one on here is Captain America, the first Avenger. Now, a lot of people have these two swapped than the way I have them, because a lot of people say, well, the Winter Soldier is a better film than the first Avenger. However, I love the aesthetic of the first Avenger. I love the fact that it introduces us to Steve Rogers, who's getting bullied, and he sort of has to overcome this, this bullying. So I'm going to put that one in the A tier. I like Captain America, the first Avenger, a lot. To me, it's an A tier level story um, and really, really good. So 
Uh, we're going to stay in the A tier. In fact, I'm going to bring this one up to the S tier because the next movie on here is Captain America Civil War. Civil War feels almost more like a another Avengers movie than it does a Captain America movie. But it doesn't matter because I think Civil War does a fantastic job of pitting two heroes against one another. And it's one of the best ensemble films that I think the MCU has actually put together. It is it is better than a lot of the Avengers films because it contains some deeper emotions in it as well. So, um, and definitely for its time was one of the best films out. So I'm going to put that up at the S tier, just behind Infinity War. So we have Avengers. So let me give you a recap of what we've got so far. So far, we have Avengers Infinity War as being the best movie, in my opinion, that's on this list thus far. Captain America Civil War being the second best. Those are at the S tier. Down at the A tier, we have Captain America, the first Avenger. Then at the B tier, we have Captain America, the Winter Soldier, and then followed by Ant-Man. At the C tier, we have Ant-Man and the Wasp, and we have Avengers Age of Ultron. And then finally in the D tier, we have Captain Marvel. I feel bad putting Captain Marvel down there, but it is what it is. That's how I feel about it. Um, next up is uh, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. And Doctor Strange is a solid movie. I like it a lot. I think it's oftentimes an underrated film. And so Doctor Strange is going to go to the top of the B tier. So it's going to be in the B tier and it's going to be just above the Winter Soldier, which is going to be controversial. A lot of people are going to tell me that that's not the way I should have done that. But that's how I feel about that particular movie, which brings us to Avengers Endgame. And in my mind, Avengers Endgame is a definitely an S tier movie. Um, I do think it's actually... Here, here's, here's the thing. I actually think that I prefer Ca uh, Captain America Civil War to Avengers Endgame. And I'm going to list them that way. So it's going to be, so far, Infinity War at number one, right next to it, Captain America Civil War, right next to that, Avengers Endgame. The reason why I think that Avengers Endgame is not as good as Civil War is just that I feel like Civil War is a very tightly told story. I love the, the, the T'Challa storyline in that. Avengers Endgame, though, is a work of art for a completely different reason. And I can see many people putting Avengers Endgame at the top of their list, and I would not have any major concerns about someone telling me that. But the reason why I think Avengers Endgame is so good is because it is the culmination of so many movies. And there are so many things packed into that movie that could not have happened had the other movies not come before it. So it is, it is a masterpiece of storytelling, of franchise storytelling. But um, for me, it's number three right now. So here comes one of my favorites. And I kind of wish this, would, this, was, this were coming later. But Guardians of the Galaxy is next. And I'm going to tell you right now, Guardians of the Galaxy is my favorite MCU movie of all time. So guess what? Guardians of the Galaxy is going to the number one spot. It won't even let me move it to the number one spot. There we go. Um, yeah, so this is S tier, top tier, number one movie of, of the entire MCU, Guardians of the Galaxy. Total surprise to me. I did not expect it to have the emotional weight that it has. I did not expect it to be about people overcoming their past trauma, working together to solve a bigger problem. Does it have its issues? Sure. The, the villain is not a great villain. Uh, for a while, that was true of the MCU. We would say, oh, all of the MCU has some pretty terrible villains. That's true of Guardians of the Galaxy as well. But, but Guardians of the Galaxy is still a phenomenal film. My favorite film. 
has some of the most in-depth moments is hilarious. So yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy is my number one. So what do we got next? We have next Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Now, Volume 2 does take Guardians of the Galaxy and go back a step in my mind. So um, it is, it's definitely not as good as the first one. It still has some emotional depth, but I don't think it, it doesn't hit me quite the same way that um, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 did. I should mention that I had um, my mom pass away from cancer. So like, that's a connection point I have to Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one. So I'm going to say Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is at the top of the B tier. It's going to take the place of Doctor Strange for the top of the B tier. Not quite A tier for me, but it's really solid, um, really solid B tier. Next up, we have uh, Spider-Man. What is this? What is this? What is the name of this movie? Long. What is it? Not Homecoming. Far From Home? Yeah, there you go. Far From Home. The posters are tiny. I can't see it. So, um, super, or Spider-Man Far From Home. I think the Spider-Man Far From Home is going to be at the uh, the bottom of the B tier. It's a good movie. I, I'm almost struggling to put it at, in the C tier, but Tom Holland is is very likable. Zendaya is very likable. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal's okay as the villain. I'm going to put it in the B tier. It's the bottom of the B tier. It's below Ant-Man. Um, but I don't know. Maybe we'll move some things around in the end. Uh, maybe someone can convince me that I should change this up. Next up is the Hulk. The Hulk, the Incredible Hulk. And the Incredible Hulk, here's the thing. The Incredible Hulk is one of Marvel's most fascinating characters. It has a character who inherently has a flaw. So here, here's the thing. One thing that I struggle with, so I think that Steve Rogers, one of the reasons I like Civil War, I think Steve Rogers is very good when his moral standard is is called into question civil war is all about that which moral standard should you have should you have the moral standard that says america loves freedom and equality and that's what we're standing for or does it say you know what america needs to adapt and we need more governance. That's that's the basic theme, right? They're, they're dealing with Captain America saying, no, there is a good way to live. We're going to live that way. You can't tell me how to live my life. And then Tony saying, well, as an addict and as a person who struggled with addiction, I think we need governance. And I don't want to see the Avengers just being whatever they want to do without the government having some level of oversight over us. That's a really good, compelling place to put Steve Rogers in because otherwise he's just like the, the great boy scout, just like Superman who just like, he doesn't have any internal flaws and isn't, isn't concerned with, with what he's doing and how he's doing it. All of that to say the incredible Hulk is a fantastic character because the incredible Hulk's very being is about a person fighting with their temper and how that temper can get out of control and cause destruction in their life however the incredible hulk movies that we've received have not really quite lived up to that level of of awesome so unfortunately this incredible hulk movie is going to go into my d tier and it's going to be below captain marvel um you could you can make an argument about that it should be put in the c tier because it's not as bad as people remember it but also i think it's just one of those movies that doesn't quite hit on what the incredible hulk could be 
and and I would be if I'm being honest, the only movie where I feel like the Incredible Hulk was interesting to me was the first Avengers movie, and then it was he was only interesting because he was the Hulk all the time. I would much rather see yes, he does fight the Avengers and things like that. I get that, but. I would much rather see a movie where the Hulk's temper actually gets him into serious trouble. Um, it's always used more as like a joke than it is a serious thing that people deal with. So yeah, Hulk, Hulk, not great. Maybe Hulk, Hulk get better. Um, Iron Man two, Iron Man two is a good film. Um, nowhere near as good as Iron Man one, which we're going to get to in a couple. These are again, these are in some weird order. I didn't choose the order. This is just in this order. Iron Man 2, I think, is a very average film. So this is Iron, Iron Man 2 is going to go um, ahead of Age of Ultron and ahead of Ant-Man and the Wasp, but it's going to be at the C tier because Iron Man 2, I think, is a good film, but it's not a great film. And next up here is Iron Man 3, which I'm going to put in the bottom of the C tier. Um, do I think it's better than Age of Ultron? You know what? I haven't seen it in a really long time. Um but it doesn't there's some things about iron man 3 that work and i do think that people criticized it too harshly when it came out however i don't think it's really better than average especially when you see when you consider that a lot of these mcu films are fantastic so for right now i'm going to put it at the bottom of the c tier maybe a little bit too harsh but that's where it's going to sit for me and part of that is because the next movie on the list iron man that's going straight up into the a tier um in fact it's going to go higher for me than captain america the first Avenger. Part of what I'm doing as I talk about these things is I'm trying to, to differentiate between what I think is an amazing film and what my personal sensibilities are. Objectivity versus subjectivity. In my mind, I kind of prefer Captain America, the first Avenger um, over Iron Man. However, Iron Man... So I here's the thing. Do I think films that deal with characters who have serious flaws that they need to overcome are better than movies where the world is flawed and the character just needs to realize the world is flawed and like become the hero. Yes, I think movies that have flawed characters are better because I've not met a flawless human. So therefore, if we have to overcome something in order to, if we have to overcome something in order to achieve what we want, that's better to me than well, other people are just putting us down. So we just need to, you know, we just need to rise above their, their thought process. So that's kind of how I see like Captain Marvel, Captain America, the first Avenger, Iron Man, blah, 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 blah. I see that's the difference between the two of them. Iron Man though, actually has a serious flaw. He's super arrogant and he's not living his life the way that he should be. And so then when he overcomes that and realizes that maybe some of the, maybe some of the ways he's been living his life and building these weapons that have been going to war, has been actually a negative thing and he needs to rise above that in some way and, and somehow I think that that's a better message. So I'm going to go with Iron Man is the top of the A tier. You can make an, you can easily make a case that it fits into the S tier, but for me, it's going to be the top of the A tier for now. Black Panther is also going to make it into the A tier. And um, I actually think that Black Panther is going to, so here's, here's another, here's another case, right? Because I like the sensibilities and the aesthetic and the way that um, the way that Captain America: The First Avenger was filmed, I really like that. But part of me in this in this list is putting things higher because of how I think they captured 
a story and black panther captures a really good story and when you talk about like what does black panther need to learn black panther needs to learn that he has an obligation his own his own mindset is the the thing that's flawed he's not thinking about heroism as pertaining to everyone he's thinking about heroism as pertaining only to his immediate community in wakanda and really it is um it's uh oh man it's been so long since i've seen the movie i'm forgetting her name um but his his uh his girlfriend right she's the one that says you can't live like this this is not the way wakanda needs to be an influencer of the world because we have resources that could help the world that's what we need to do i like that better so um it's it's a level tier it is just below iron man so it goes iron man black panther so let me let me recap again top tier s tier we have Guardians of the Galaxy, followed by Avengers Infinity War, followed by Captain America Civil War, followed by Avengers Endgame. Those two could swap. I'm going to keep them where they are, but those two could swap. Then we're going to go down to the A tier. Leading the A tier is Iron Man, followed by Black Panther, followed by Captain America, the first Avenger. Again, Captain America, the first Avenger, a lot of that's just influenced by the way that that movie has filmed. I like that way that movie's filmed. I love Agent Carter. I love Agent Carter in that film. In fact, I don't think this list has Agent Carter as a show, um, which is really bumming me out because I would love to put that on this list. So I will still, I will still talk about that. Um, in fact, if you support me on Patreon, I'm going to do an extra video where I talk about all of the Netflix Marvel series, which are not included on this list. And I want to talk about um, Agent Carter. Uh, I can talk about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. too. And I'll put those on this category, but that'll, I'll save that for Patreon. So if you're a Patreon supporter, That'll be on an aftercast. You'll get support. You'll get access to that. All right. So the next movie. Oh, so, so, so let me go back to this. So the next movie on this list was, so Captain America, the first Avenger, um, again, heavily influenced by my own subjectivity. Cause I realized that movie has some flaws to it. B level tier is led by guardians of the galaxy volume two, then Dr. Strange, then Captain America, winter soldier, the most controversial pick probably on here so far, followed by Ant-Man followed by um, no way home, followed by the C tier which is led by Iron Man 2, then Ant-Man and the Wasp, then Avengers Age of Ultron, then Iron Man 3, which then brings us to the D tier, which is Captain Marvel and Hulk. And I have Captain Marvel just a slight touch above Hulk because I do wish that Captain Marvel was a bit... Captain Mar The Hulk has a lot more potential, but I feel like they just really are not doing a good job with the Hulk. Whereas Captain Marvel, I feel like also has a lot more potential. But anyways, the Incredible Hulk is currently last. All right, so then we have um, Spider-Man Homecoming, which is a really pretty fun movie. So I'm going to put Spider-Man Homecoming um, at the top of the B tier right now. Spider-Man Homecoming is a fun, a fun, fun movie. Um, and I like the dynamic between Tom Holland and Robert Downey Jr. in that film. Um, the villains in that film... I think are really good too, because Vulture is a very fascinating villain. So yeah, that's going to be the top of the B tier. That's good stuff. Next up is Thor. The first Thor. First Thor is good. First Thor is very good. I'm going to put it in the B tier and it's going to be behind, behind Captain America, the winter soldier. Okay. So it's ahead of Ant-Man barely but it is behind Captain America, the winter soldier in the B tier in the B tier. 
Next movie up here is Thor The Dark World. You know what? I think people hate on Thor The Dark World too much. In fact, I'm going to put Thor The Dark World. A lot of people would put it as one of their worst movies in the MCU. Um, personally speaking, I'm going to move it to the top of the C tier. So if you imagine, like, what is it between? It's between Spider-Man No Way Home and Spider and uh, Iron Man 3. It's between those two. Um, I still like Thor The Dark World. It's not a horrible movie, in my opinion. Um it's an average movie though. It's not, let's not get, let's not get carried away. <laughs> um, Thor Ragnarok, Thor Ragnarok. Uh, Thor Ragnarok is going to be, Thor Ragnarok is to me is like a really great comedy and I like what it does for Thor's character. Um, but it is a better comedy than it is like a, a really, really deep story. I know that there's some depth to it, but it's uh, not necessarily my favorite in terms of that kind of depth. So I'm going to take Thor of the Dark World. I'm going to put it in the B tier. Or sorry, I'm going to take Thor Ragnarok, put it in the B tier, and it's going to be um, above Thor, but below the Winter Soldier. All right? And here's a movie that's going to get me in a lot of trouble because a lot of people love this movie. I do not like this movie. Um, I've always had a hard time with Joss Whedon's films. I think he's great at an ensemble. There's no, I have no problems with that. But I feel like a lot of times he's just doing feel good, fun stuff that doesn't really have much depth to it. And it, and I think he likes to pretend that there's a lot of depth to it. I don't know, Josh. So I can't say that that's what he's doing, but that's how it feels as a person who's watching his films. And so for me, the Avengers is just a very okay movie. It's going to fall into the C tier, but it is going to be at the top of the C tier because it is better than Thor, the dark world. Now, a lot of people are going to be like, what are you talking about? That should be an A-level movie or at least a B-level movie. But for me, it's just a very average movie. Never really enjoyed it all that much. Next on the list, we're going, finally, we're getting into the TV shows. The next three of them are, the, are some of the TV shows from Marvel. And again, these are the Disney Plus TV shows on the Aftercast or the, I should say, the After Show on my Patreon channel, patreon.com slash how, how stories work. On patreon.com slash how stories work, I'll do, I'll add the Netflix series um, to this list as well um, so that you have that context and some of the other TV series that came before. Things like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, Runaways, uh, all those. I'll add that. I'll add those. those. I'll do those in the aftercast or the after show. All right. So now one division. Where does one division fit? Um, I do have issues with WandaVision, but sometimes when I have issues with, with the story, it's because I really loved it and I really loved what it was going for. And I'm bummed out that it didn't go all the way towards what it was trying to achieve. Meaning that it's a phenomenal story and probably, probably should be higher on my list. Let's say in this case, um, my issues with WandaVision are around, I think the drama that she has the trauma that is inherent in what she the life she has lived is really compelling and i think the show is actually really funny too i think the design aesthetic is amazing i do think they let wanda off the hook a little bit pertaining to the trauma she creates for other people um so that's the only area where i thought i was a little bit disappointed because it felt too much like a it's not a happy ending, but it feels like it should be even darker than it went. And so, um, but, but having said all of that, it is a tier for sure. 
and I am actually going to put it just under Black Panther. So on the A tier, you've got Iron Man, Black Panther, One Division, Captain America, the First Avenger. So, um, moving down to the next one is another TV show from the Disney Plus series, and it is Fa the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, another great show. Uh, if you haven't seen it, you should watch it. I think that a lot of these shows are do are keeping up with the movies, which is really great. It's really great to see that. So I'm going to say that the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is actually also a tier. However, I'm going to put it behind Captain America, um, the first Avenger. Okay. So I do think one division is a slightly better show. I do really like the message of the, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And I think it deals with some pretty tough subject matter. So I believe that there's trauma that exists there. I think it actually came out at a really, really interesting time when we had um, a lot of the black lives matter protests um, and I think it was, I think it was a good message that I think it, that should be wrestled with. Um, and if you want to watch a really good show on that, you can watch an episode of, um, an episode of nerd soul with my buddy, Michael Young. Um, he and his crew did a fantastic job talking about the Falcon and the winter soldier TV series. And you should go watch that, watch that YouTube channel. It's better than what I could say about it. They do a fantastic job. Okay. So getting into. Uh, the next show, guys, this is one of my favorite MCU things. It's one of my favorite MCU things. And that is Loki. Loki is fantastic. I love Loki. So this is going to be really surprising for a lot of people about where I put Loki. But Loki is going to be my second favorite MCU thing of all time. And again, I'm not necessarily reading all of these things just on my favorites. Some of these things are just things that I think are better stories than others. Um, but it goes right behind Guardians of the Galaxy, which is still my favorite. Guardians of the Galaxy, followed by Loki, followed by Avengers Infinity War. Those are my top three right now. That might still change. We've got some really good shows coming up. Uh, but that's my, those are my shows right now. Top, top shows right now. And top movies right now. Next up is, uh, oh, by the way, why do I like Loki so much? I think Loki, again, it does two things. It's entertaining. It's funny. Um, so there's, there's like multiple categories. One is, is the story, does the story make sense, right? Is it a good story? Most of the MCU, that is true. Even movies in the MCU, like Captain Marvel, that I feel like are not done extraordinarily well, I feel like still knows how to tell a story, right? Now, there are some stories that I think are more important, more impactful, deeper than other stories. But then every once in a while, you get these, these, these shows, like WandaVision is one of them too, where the character goes through some really traumatic things and, and was trying to learn to deal with that and trying to learn their place in the world and trying to, so take like these big concepts like identity or trauma um, and, and put those into a show. And that's taking bigger risks. You're taking a bigger swing. I think Loki does that. So that's why Loki's so high. I think guardians of the galaxy does that better than any other movie in the MCU, which is why I love it so much. Infinity war takes some giant swings with its characters and, Puts us in some, puts the audience in some really challenging emotional places. Um, and I love that kind of stuff. Uh, Captain America, the first Avenger probably doesn't do that. So that's the, that's, that's just my subjectivity shining into that movie. Okay. There's going to be some people that'd be like, oh, I think it deserves to be down with Captain Marvel. Okay, cool. Make a list and do that. That sounds great. But for me, subjectively, I'm putting some subject subjectivity on top of that. I can also put things like comedy in and say things are great for comedy. Thor Ragnarok is probably the funniest thing the mcu has ever done um 
Thor Ragnarok is, but and Thor Ragnarok does have some depth because I mean Taika Waititi. If you want to see depth in a movie and comedy in a movie, go watch Jojo Rabbit from Taika Waititi because it is a masterpiece. Thor Ragnarok is basically like a lot more comedy, a lot less uh, depth. So that's so I'm just giving you like here's some things that I respond to in movies. Action is always good, but I respond less to action than comedy or like depth of story. Um, so you could have a completely different list and say like, no, the most important thing to me is action. Well, Captain Marvel is going to do really well on your list because Captain Marvel has some pretty amazing action. Um, Avengers, the first Avengers. Oh, fantastic action. Some of the best action in the MCU, which is a good segue to my next movie, which is Shang-Chi. If, if the second half of Shang-Chi was as good as the first half of Shang-Chi, it might be a or even s level for me but i could not i could not stick with the movie the first half of the movie the first the first half of the movie is amazing the fight sequence in the bus is one of the best fight sequences of all time really enjoyed the characters in the first half um the lead actor is awesome i can't remember his name off the top of my head i apologize aquafina is hilarious um but overall, as soon as that movie kind of transitions into its second half, which I won't spoil, it just gets a lot less interesting to me. So for me, Shang-Chi is definitely on the C-level tier, and I would probably, oh man, honestly, I'm going to put it at the bottom of the C-level tier, um, below Iron Man 3. I do think that if you, I do think that Shang-Chi reaches higher heights than Iron Man 3 does, right? Or even Age of Ultron. Although Age of Ultron does have some really cool scenes in it. The whole first the whole opening sequence is pretty, pretty legit. But at the same time, like the second half just is just goes off such a giant cliff for me that, that it just takes it down a notch. But the first half is, is awesome. Here's another one that um man, it has some funny moments, but I really dislike this movie. I shouldn't say dislike. It's below average for an MCU film. And that's Black Widow. So I'm going to put Black Widow. Uh, I will put it above Captain Marvel because at least it does have some comedy. I think that's interesting. And then I do think it sets up some future things for the MCU, which is cool. But I mean, this, in my opinion, like Black Widow is a fantastic character. But Black Widow in Avengers Endgame is a better movie than Black Widow, the movie. Um, part of it for me is that it felt like it felt like again that we were one of the things that bothers me a lot in films is that you can have a good time in a film but if you try to tell me that something is deeply traumatic and then you kind of like don't live into that that's so disappointing it's hard for me to get over and so here you have um natasha who has this like deep level of trauma in her life with this fake family and then the fake family bit is kind of played for a joke, like, oh, too bad you have this fake family. And that it's like, that's just really, it just, well, it bums me out, first of all, because I think there could have been a lot that they played with there. And instead it's just like, I mean, there's just some, there's some things in that film, like the way that she, she has to like bang her head against the table. Yeah. It's just not my favorite, not my favorite. The only reason why I have it higher than Captain Marvel is because I really like some of the other actors in that. Um, 
her sisters, her mom, the Rachel Weiss and um, Florence Pugh, I think are great. But that was a disappointing film for me personally. All right, so next up is Marvel's What If? And Marvel's What If is going to go straight to the top of the C tier. Um, it could easily be a B, B tier as well, but some of the some of the episodes are better than other other episodes. Really enjoyed the Captain um, Captain Carter was a great episode. Uh, sort of like the first four episodes were my favorite, and then from then on it was okay. Um, the Doctor Strange episode gets really dark, which is really interesting. They went there. Um, so yeah, solid, solid, uh, almost better than average, but kind of average for the MCU. Um, did I enjoy it more than Ant-Man? I don't know. Maybe, maybe I should rethink that and put it in the B tier, but for now it's going to stay in the C tier. I'll, I'll rearrange things, uh, when we're done here. Next up is Hawkeye, the TV show Hawkeye, which is a Disney plus TV series. Um, Hawkeye was a very good TV show. I'm going to put it at the bottom, near the bottom of the B tier. Okay. So I'm going to put it up. Um, I'm going to put it right underneath Thor, right ahead of Ant-Man. Um, and that B tier can be totally rearranged. Uh, and I might rearrange some of it before we end this in this episode. Hawkeye to me was a really good show. Hawkeye had one problem that I was, that happens with, with these, with these TV shows and movies is that the way the the trailer for the show Hawkeye was very much this like tongue-in-cheek parody, almost not parody maybe, but like influenced by Die Hard. And I love that trailer. And the first episode had a little bit of that in it, but here's what I would have preferred from a Hawkeye show. I would have preferred that it either be a total tongue-in-cheek, die-hard action like series, or I would have preferred that it would actually went way deeper into his time, um, into his time as as Ronan. It didn't really do either of those things. It kind of just hedged its bets and stuck in the middle. And that's kind of a problem that I have with a lot of the MCU, is that they're trying to be entertaining and they're trying to be say something powerful about the world, and oftentimes. I feel like they should pick a lane and I feel like Hawkeye should do that too, because I would tell you that Haley Steinfeld is fantastic. This movie introduced other characters that were amazing. Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye is great. All of those things are great, but in this context of the story, I would have liked to go on even deeper and darker into Ronan, which is supposed to be this really dark series, or I would have preferred them to go just tongue in cheek kind of fun action. They did both, and neither of them hits as hard as they should. It's still B-level for me because it's just a good time. It was uh, good to watch during the Christmas season, but there you go. That's that's kind of how I feel about it. I just watched The Eternals, or Eternals, I should say. There's no the in it. Um, I do think that people ha- were a little bit too harsh on that movie. If you tell me that you prefer Black Widow to Eternals, I'm like, oh, that's kind of surprising to me because – so let me say why i also have one really big problem with the eternals that i haven't heard anyone talk about which i think is weird but anyways um black widow to me takes a character that has been awesome in awesome movies and makes an entire movie about her in a in a very 
mediocre movie, if not worse. So it's disappointing. Eternals takes characters that you've never seen before in the MCU and does a very decent movie. Is it, does it live up to MCU standards of what we've become accustomed to? No, it probably does not live up to that. But it is not the bottom of the barrel MCU like some people are calling it. Um, by the way, I would watch the hell out of a movie of Angelina Jolie's character, Athena. Her character was amazing. I can't even believe they didn't spend more time with her character. She was fantastic. Um, which was really surprising because if you told me that I was going to say that about Angelina Jolie as a, as a, as a B character, she's not like an A-level like core character. And they did get a little bit too complex with her storyline because they gave her like a whole like disease type of a thing that was kind of weird. But anyways, my point being is this movie had some pretty cool things going on and I liked some of what it did. I was surprised because a lot of people told me how terrible it was. And I thought, well, it's going to be, you know, below Black Widow or something, but no, 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 no. It's, it's better than that. I'm going to put it all the way up. Um, I'm going to put it actually higher than the Avengers, but lower than what if in the C tier. And again, a lot of you are upset because you guys love the Avengers and I don't, um, which you should be totally comfortable with. You should love it. That's, that's great. Okay. So last movie on this list is the movie that came out most recently. And that is Spider-Man No Way Home. I cannot for the life of me remember what the Spider-Man movie's titles are. I get them so confused. Um, so this movie is an interesting movie because let's just take it and compare it to Avengers Endgame. Avengers Endgame, Avengers Infinity War, super emotional movies because of what, is be what has come before them. So they require a lot of setup, these movies. There, there's multiple films that have set up these films. Spider-Man, No Way Home is the same type of situation. Avengers Infinity War, Avengers Endgame don't have any major storytelling flaws at all. Spider-Man No Way Home has a couple of odd choices to get it where it's going. However, Spider-Man No Way Home, to me, is one of the most emotionally satisfying films in the entire MCU. So, this may surprise you, but Spider-Man No Way Home is actually my second favorite MCU thing that has ever been done. So that, that, that by the way, rounds out our, our, my list here. So I'm just going to, I'm going to walk through the entire list now. In fact, I'm going to start in the back and we'll go up to the top. The, 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 I guess you say, I don't know the worst, the lowest rated in my mind film on this list is Hulk, the incredible Hulk followed by captain Marvel. Maybe divisive. Tell me what you think in the comments. Maybe I'm crazy followed by black widow. I'm really disappointed, by the way. Let me just say this really quickly. Um, I'm really happy that we have one that WandaVision is in the A tier and is about a female character. And I think it's just amazing and fantastic and one of the best MCU things that was done because I'm really disappointed that Captain Marvel and Black Widow are the only other two female-led films that are... Well, I mean, 
there are some other films on here that have strong female characters but as, as far as like the title character is concerned um i'm glad that we at least have wandavision because i'm disappointed in captain marvel and black widow and maybe you weren't and that's great and i'm glad you enjoyed those things but for me that's how i feel um so black widow so hulk incredible hulk captain marvel black widow working our way up now shang chi fantastic beginning if it had if shang chi had the first half of the film was the entire film uh it would be like a tier um but unfortunately that second half just totally lost me then comes iron man 3 then comes avengers age of ultron then comes Ant-Man, ant-man and the wasp followed by iron man 2 followed by Thor The Dark World, which is going to be a controversial choice. A lot of people would put that in the D tier, but I didn't. I put it in the C tier. Uh, Avengers, another controversial choice. A lot of people would put that in the A tier, maybe even the S tier, but I have it in the C tier. I have Eternals above Avengers. And I'm about to complain about Eternals, actually, because there's one thing about Eternals that I didn't mention already that I need to mention because I need to say it somewhere on a video because it doesn't make any sense to me. There's this whole thing going about like, well, why didn't you interfere with the, um, with the, by the way, this is a little bit of a spoiler. So um, just fast forward about two minutes or a minute and a half. There's this thing in the, in the Eternals and Eternals where they're talking about why Eternals don't solve some of the problems that mankind is facing. And one of those things is, why didn't you get involved in the, in the war with Thanos, the battle with Thanos? Now, we know the answer to that is that they hadn't planned to do Eternals yet. <laughs> so there were no Eternals that were, so they were keeping their story smaller with different characters, and they didn't include the Eternals or Eternals. So what do you do about that? Well, we, we say, well, we, we didn't get involved. We don't get involved in the wars that mankind or sentient beings have. We only serve the will of Erishim and the um what are those things called not not eternals the thing is above oh celestials we only serve the will of the of the celestials okay well here is the problem i have with that the reason that earth had not yet birthed a new celestial was because they hadn't got enough of a population up to be able to do it Thanos was destroyed half the population of the earth. So in other words, in order for us to get a new celestial, we need enough energy from the sentient beings on earth to be able to produce the celestial. We don't get involved in issues with mankind, except that the issue with mankind is literally an enemy obliterating half the people which is going to delay your ability to get a new celestial. So why in the world would you not enter that, can enter that battle, be a part of that battle? It makes no sense to me whatsoever. Uh, not only that, but birthing celestials across the entire universe, Thanos wiped out half the entire universe. It just set you back untold number of years from a production of celestial standpoint. Doesn't make any sense to me, but Hey, who cares? Um, I still, I still enjoyed the movie, but that was weird to me. Anyway, I'll stop ranting now. Rounding out my C tier, this is the top of the C tier, is the Marvel series What If, which I think has some gorgeous animation um, and was really, really fun to watch. So that was that's my C tier, which leads me to the bottom of the B tier, 
which um, the first one is Far From Home. And that's a good movie. I think it sets up No Way Home pretty well, but it's not one of my favorites. I think Tom Holland and Zendaya and um, the actor who plays Ned are so compelling that I could watch them and, and be happy. So it being in, on the B tier makes a lot of sense to me, um, but it's not necessarily the most compelling movie here. Next on the B tier is Ant-Man. And you could make an argument that Ant-Man should be moved up. Uh, maybe it should be moved up. I just think that Ant-Man is playing with some interesting themes, but those themes are still, it's still one of those MCU movies for me that's kind of like, I think that there are movies that are bubblegum movies. A bubblegum movie to me is a movie that, or you call them popcorn movies, movies that don't want to deal with any dark stuff. And so they like, they say things are really dark things, even though I'm like, that doesn't really seem like a dark thing to me. In this case, um, Ant-Man is like trying to get a second chance. I don't know. I, it's funny. I would watch it again because it's funny. Whereas like, I probably won't watch Shang-Chi again. If I watch Shang-Chi again, I'll just go watch the scenes that are the fight scenes that are awesome. I'd watch Ant-Man again because it makes me laugh, but it's not revolutionary. Hawkeye is next. Um, Hawkeye opens up some ability for future MCU shows that I'm really excited about, which I'll talk more about on the after show. Thor is Thor comes after Hawkeye. Thor Ragnarok is next. Hilarious, one of the funniest movies in the MCU. Um, is a little bit convoluted, but I, I mean, this the the characters in that movie are fantastic. I just wish they did a little bit more with Kate Blanchett's character. Um, that to me was like one of the things that could have really stood out that didn't stand out as much. But it's a really good film. From from here on out, all the films in this list are are good films if not great films after thor ragnarok comes captain america winter soldier a bunch of people will tell me that that's too low it's very very good um i understand why people love it i really like it but it's not into my a tier dr strange dr strange deals with some heavy subject matter his arrogance prevents him from being a hero he has to overcome a lot of personal issues to be able to overcome that he has a serious flaw which I think is a really important thing for me, pertaining to superheroes especially. That's a great film. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is the next film on the list. Um, and this is about you know a character who wants something to be true, which is not true. And it's like him connecting with his father and hoping his father would be like a really good person, but his father ends up being a really despicable person. Spider-Man um, Homecoming, I think, has a great villain, is some really great interaction between Iron Man and Spider-Man. And so it's at the top of my B tier, which then brings us to the A tier. Now we're getting into some of the stuff that I really enjoy. But the first one on the A tier is The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which I think is great. Um, really enjoyed it. Thought that it might be too bubblegummy at first, but it got way better and it got way more interesting. And it was saying a lot of things that I think were good conversation starters. No matter how you, how you fall and what side of the coin you fall on relative to um, this concept of what America is and what America should become and what role the black community has in shaping it. Um, should it start from scratch or should it adapt from where it's come from? Whatever side of the coin you fall on in that regard, I think Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I appreciate that they brought that topic up, especially at a time when it was really hard to bring that topic up. And it did a good job with it, I think. 
Um, now this is the one. This is the one where the more I think about this film, I need to watch this film again because I'm wondering if I'm giving this film too much credit because I like the time period it's set in and I like the villain. I'm not sure, but Captain America: The First Avenger. Maybe I'm making an exception for this film because I like those things so much. But really, the character development is not as strong. It's too much like Captain Marvel. That may be true. So you let me know what you think in the comments. Do you think I'm giving too much credit to that film and not enough credit to Captain Marvel? Um, but but a, just above that is um, WandaVision, which I think, again, the only problem I have with WandaVision, WandaVision is amazing, fantastic acting. I mean, Elizabeth Olsen, Elizabeth Olsen does such a good job. Um, the character who plays Agatha, is, her name, Catherine Hahn. Um, Catherine Hahn is phenomenal um vision's always great i will i would love to have a show just about darcy and the other fbi agent that would be phenomenal darcy's such a good character in the mcu really great my only complaint about wandavision is that i think they let wanda off the hook a little bit too much i also kind of kind of was expecting them to introduce mutants into the mcu with wandavision and they didn't do that so i was you know kind of a bummer um Black Panther. Black Panther is a phenomenal film, a very robust villain. A villain that has a very human reason for doing what he does. Um, and yet a hero who says we can do better than even that. That's cool, man. Great movie. Black Panther is a great movie. And by the way, these are all the A tier. So ever since ever since Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we've been in the A tier. Iron Man is at the top of the A tier. Again, character flaw. What is the character flaw? He's super arrogant and has an addictive personality and then realizes that his place in the world and the legacy that he's living into is damaging to the world and must combat that. That's good stuff. Good stuff. The, lead, the first ever MCU movie was great, and we wouldn't have the rest of the MCU if it hadn't been that good. All right, let's get into the S tier. This is the premium tier. This is the best tier. This is the supreme tier. These are the best movies. Um, and at the bottom of that tier is Avengers Endgame. Some people will have that in their top three. I do not fault them for that. It is a great movie. The culmination of an entire set of films and even TV shows, and it handles it really, really well. Great. Captain America Civil War comes in. This is now, so this is my top six movies. There's six movies I have in the S tier. Um, Avengers Endgame is like just outside the top five. My number five movie is Captain America Civil War. Great movie. Puts Cap in a great feud. Um, I talked about that earlier. So all, all good there. Avengers Endgame, come, or sorry, Avengers Infinity War comes in at number four. Uh, Infinity War has a lot of weight, a lot of drama. We didn't know what was going to happen next. And I think that that is surprising. They took some big swings and went pretty deep with it. So I have to give it some credit for that. Loki comes in at number three. Loki was just phenomenal. I'm a big fan of Owen Wilson. Really big fan of Owen Wilson. Really big fan of Tom Hiddleston. He's doing such a great job as Loki. And then putting Loki in this place where he has to realize that he is imbued with glorious purpose. And then what in the world is that purpose? And maybe the purpose is, does that purpose matter if there's 
infinite universes. What a great theme and a, what a great, and then, and then putting him with Owen Wilson and, and the two of them and their relationship is really, really, really fun too. So great stuff there from, from Loki. That was my number three. My number two is Spider-Man No Way Home. Not as solid on the first half of that movie up through the midpoint of that movie. The movie's not as good as some of the others in this top five. However, has some of the most in-depth emotional emotionally relevant moments for me personally in the entire mcu i don't think there's been a film that i've mentioned up until this point that has made me feel like tearing up whether from joy or sadness or um or just trepidation of what was going to happen next uh that was a phenomenal film one of the first films i saw again in a theater too and what a great experience to have going back to the theater. Great, great movie. Really, really, really loved it. Cannot wait to watch it again. And then the top, top film for me still, just because this film is hilarious. This film has amazing action. It has ridiculously good sci-fi elements. It has depth and emotion to it. There's points in this film where the characters say really mean things to each other and, and they take those things personally and they're dealing with the death of loved ones and what their place is in the world. And I still think that this movie is still the best MC movie, MCU movie of all time, and that is Guardians of the Galaxy. So there you go. Now I'm going to, in my, in my after show, I'm going to transition into the after show, go to patreon.com slash howstorieswork, become a supporter over there, and you can hear me talk about the other films, or mostly TV shows, that appeared in the MCU, Agent Carter, uh, Agents of Shield, and then the Netflix um, series, especially. There's also some, you know, uh, Marvel Runaways and things like that that we can that we can take a look at. But I'm gonna go talk about those things. Hopefully, you enjoyed this video. Make sure you subscribe and let me know where I got it totally wrong. What did I not get right? Um, I would love to know that in the comments down below. And if you disagree with me, let's see your list. Uh, take all of my list and then put a, a list in the comments. And I will read it and respond to you. Thanks for watching. I hope to see you on a future video.